when you encounter road rage, how quickly does it get racist? Uh, I've never. You've never encountered road rage with someone? Not towards me. You've never had someone yell at you in traffic? Nope. Okay. I guess I shouldn't find that hard to believe, but like, I feel like everyone in life gets yelled at in traffic at some point, oh right? God, I've never even yelled at someone in traffic before. <laughs> You've never yelled at someone? No. Now that I don't believe. No, man. I believe it. I don't, I don't, I don't even honk my horn unless I'm staring up their like nose. You know what I mean? Like I had a close call of, like a few years ago and stuff. And like, I was like very, very close to them. Like their, their nose of their car was like on my nose and we just like barely didn't touch. But I was like, and I'm like, should I honk? Should I? <laughs> yes, I think that's a situation where it's okay to honk. Yes. If any purpose was good for the horn, it's that right there. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so he, here's one of the things that annoys me the most, right? Have you ever been in a situation where, like, you're backing out of a driveway or something onto a road or, you know, making some sort of turn, and there's a car coming, right? And you have plenty of distance to make the backup and go, and they speed up just so that they can, like, barely miss you and freak out. Oh, no, I've never You guys know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah. it, it, and it almost seems like they're just... What kind of drivers are you guys? What encountering? the hell? I'm an Uber driver, okay? It's madness out there, all right, Chris? Oh, like, it's goodness. a jungle. But you've never seen this? Like, No. You're, so you're backing out uh, of, like, a driver or something on the road. Car is three quarters of a mile down the road. Right, and they're going like a normal pace, but as soon as you start backing down the road, they speed up, and it's not to intentionally hit you; it's to just get close enough that they can honk their horn and be like, "What, what are the you doing?" Like, I'm pretty sure it's like your duty on as a driver to like avoid collision, and like that's not avoiding collision. Yeah, no, it, but I think I think they just want the freak out, right? They just like they, want they to be wanna, mad. Yes, one hundred percent, and it, it drives oh. me insane. But I saw somebody do that today. It was this woman. And as soon as I saw their car coming out and I saw her, I was like, oh, Karen is ready. And sure enough, she sped up just to hop wow. on the horn. I'm going to pay way more attention now because I've never. She asked to see the driver's manager. Wow. It was a scene, yes, man. She... It was a scene. Maybe you um, should pay more attention than me. I have to deal with less shit. The thing that gets me when like we're driving and it definitely gets my boyfriend is like when you're in the right lane. And like you have to make a, a a left turn or an exit or whatever, something's coming up and you have to get in the next lane mm-hmm. in the lane beside you to the right or yeah left. to the left. Okay, you're in the right lane and you need to get to the left. And like there's cars behind you, and then they like they don't they they speed up just enough that yes. they're like right, yeah. and you're like going, and they're like right next to you, so you can't get up. But they they go slightly slightly it is faster than you. Yeah, and 100%. I'm like I don't I I was like. Oh, Intentional until it happened to me, and I was yeah. like, "Oh my god, what are you doing?" And I'm like, "Speed up!" And then they speed up, and I'm like, "What are you doing?" And I slow down, and they slow down. I'm like, "Let me get over!" <laughs> like, oh my god, the way, when you're trying to when you're trying to get over a lane, and you clearly slow down to let because you're like, "Oh, there's three cars coming," mm-hmm. I'll wait out the three cars, yep. and that last motherfucker does that little yeah. game with you, and you're like, yeah. "Quit trying to be polite, you piece of yeah, shit." Yeah, I know. It's just, so much yes, easier. Yes, just safer. be predictable. Or be predictable. Is this the worst person on the road when? Uh, like the car in front of you or something is going to be making some ridiculous turn and everybody needs to get into the other lane to go around them. And the person right behind you, like you start to get over, but they do it a, a half a second fast. So they like almost try to cut you off. It's like, like eh. dude, you know where I'm it's going. Like we yeah, were both chicken. going the yeah. same way yeah. and you're just being a dick. No, you were behind me, you piece of shit. Wait it's, your turn. Yes, exactly. Wait, Wait your, your turn. turn. Be polite. Yes. 
Uh, second thing is, this one really drives me crazy. Oh boy. When people follow you, like stay follow behind you in the same lane on an empty multiple lane road. There's like three, four lanes. It's especially at night, and they just fucking oh, no. stay behind. I think you. I did that the other. <laughs> oh my god, you did that to I'm someone? So sorry. Well, okay, so no, it was raining. You should I was, apologize. Wow. Okay, so I was coming. What's today? Thursday. Yeah. I was coming home Monday night, uh, Indy to Kokomo, and it was raining, and I admittedly don't see very well at night or in the rain. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well. Yeah. So, but it's okay. But I, I was uh, drafting s- behind someone essentially, so I could see their red car lights. So <laughs> the rain is like coming at me. I can't see the sides of the road. But I'm like, I'm gonna just stay behind this car. Wait, so wait, how did you become a NASCAR driver all of a sudden? I was drafting them. I was picking yes. up their wind speed. Yes, I was exactly. Uh, no. move. Yes, I was. So yeah. I, I, and I, it was, it was the safest move for me. But then they slowed down, and then I slowed down. I'm like, oh crap! They think I'm following them. Oh. <laughs> Are you th- so as, oh a, God, I didn't as an Uber driver, do you know how many times I've ended up behind someone and we happen to go like the same the three same miles? Route? And I'm just like, oh my God, I wish I could turn off, but I can't. I'm at work right now. Son of a bitch. What the hell? And I'm just like, so, cause see, Chris, here's the you, this is why you don't deal with road rage, and I do. I have a very punchable face, a polarizing <laughs> personality, and a very divisive voice. Oh, so all those factors lead up to if I make a driving mistake, I am liable to have someone coming at me swinging. Well, I mean, I have had moments where I've like been r- so ragey inside, and I'm like, oh, God, I should follow them. But it's oh, always on the inside. Wait, wait. Where's cool, calm, collected Kristen earlier when I said, hey, have you ever had any road rage with anyone? You're like, uh, so well, you asked talk I, about bruh. No, 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 no. You said, what kind of a driver am I? And I said, but I'm a safe I driver. S- but then you also, you said, hold on, let me think about it. We can go back and look at the recording. <laughs> we can go, it's all <laughs> on. Recording. We won't we, watch that recording. We will listen, listen to the recording. You said something about, do you yell? And I was like, no, I don't yell. Or have been yelled at. Been yelled at. No, but oh, okay, I will so rage on the inside. It's internalized. Yes, Fair enough. It's Fair inner enough. turmoil. It's on the inside. So yes. what, what does inner angry Kristen sound like oh, when she's... We're not going to... No, oh, no, no way. Out. No yeah. way. Hey, no wheels way. up, everybody. Come no, on. No, it's not... Bridges cut you off. It's not even fun because, like, not I... Even drive. I don't even swear. So You don't swear inside, at all? No, so on the inside, I'm just like, oh, you fetching, fetching. And I'm like, Joe, like, I'm like at the home alone when that one robber's like, friendship, friendship, friendship. No, 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 it's a Christmas story. Like, yeah. What? It's a Christmas no, story. No, it's, it's home alone too when no, they're no, no, lost no, no. in New York. I'm saying, but Just Christ- pesky. You ever seen a Christmas story? Yeah. Fudge. Oh, yeah, the old fudge. Yeah, that's no, that's, that's me Christmas. constantly. And I'm like, fudge. And so, yeah, on the inside, it's just like, fudge, 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 fudge. I was like that until I got a PlayStation 2 and then. All the fucks I didn't say for my teenage years. <laughs> All <now>. the years. <laughs> what? What? Uh, when is the last time you used a curse word? Outside. Mm, I was twelve and I broke my pinky fingernail Wait, off. Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> I didn't. Half your, half your wife I did ago. not expect it to be ago. that exact. <laughs> but you sound ago. like an alcoholic talking about their last drink. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, yeah, I was. It was, was September sixth. Well, I have to think about it. it. Was June? I'm trying to think. It was. So we're on an anniversary. Yeah. Oh, we need yeah. to give you a it chip. We need to give you a twelve-year chip. Oh my god. Yeah. Holy honestly, shit, that's half your life. Probably. Yeah. 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 Half your life you haven't cursed. Yeah. That's crazy. That well, I broke crazy my pinky nail off at the root, and that made me. What'd you say? What'd you? What would you ah. go with? 
But you didn't say fudge. I did not say fudge. No, you know what? We have, you know what, Brent? I'm gonna have to clip in uh, the Christmas story part where he just says, "But I didn't but say I didn't fudge." <laughs> oh, fudge! Only I didn't say fudge. Um. So I want to uh, move on from driving because I don't want to. I don't want. I don't want to get the. I don't want Brent's like, hold- I want to talk about my road rage. Okay, go ahead, Brent. Yeah, please, Brent. Tell us about your driving experience. Our blind producer, Brent, tells us about driving. Yeah, so I don't drive a car, but I, used, well, I do ride a bike. And uh, when I was in college, I used to work for the women's volleyball team, and I was riding my bike you know, to go to the, the game toward the game. There's no one else really on the quad. I've got my uh, grab and go once, the sandwich and stuff. I mean, I, I'm very good at riding my bike with no hands. I've made like a 45 degree angle. So, but I'm going, there's this guy 200 feet ahead of me. I wave him across because he has plenty of time to go. He waits until I'm right there and walks in front of me. So I run into him. Oh. And I'm, I'm laughing the whole time because <laughs> I just ran into the guy and I, I didn't drop my food. Hey. And then he, he's looking at me like, oh, like what the fuck? And I was like, you know, you wave me across and then you step in front of me. And so I checked these all right, and then I went to the game and enjoyed the rest of my apple. And yeah, and the food was protected. Yeah. That was that was the important. That was the moral of the story. Did you, you say fudge? Safe. No, I was laughing. That was fun to me. <laughs> he seemed. Uh, I don't think he was American. He probably said it in Croatian. No, oh, oh, hey, hey, easy there. He was a grad student. It's okay. Yikes. Uh, so, moving on. Can we move on from driving now? Yeah. Okay. Well, can we? Can we? Drive. Let's get this. Let's hit this exit lane, gang. Uh, one other thing I want to talk about. I want to give you guys a uh, couple of uh, life hacks here Ooh. from the DoorDash department. Mm. So, first thing is when you guys get two drinks from a fast food place or whatever, and you get a drink carrier, how do you arrange them to like carry? I you put know. them in my seat next no, to no, me, no, no, and no, I put no, the I mean, seat belt I mean, over it, and I tap it, and I'm like, no, 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 no. I mean, when you have, like, so in the carrier, you have four spots, right? I'll, I'll do How do you diagonally. arrange them? Diagonal, right? Brent? Diagonal if they're in my lap. Yeah, you're doing it wrong, mm. gang. You're doing it wrong. Trust me. This is uh, something I picked up now that I've been, uh, become an experienced diamond. You are Uber a professional. Deliverer, yes, correct. And, uh. I don't know whether top dasher, whatever you want to call it, but I'm, I'm running both leagues right now. I'm Shohei Otani. I am pitching and batting for Uber and DoorDash, killing them both. Moonlighting. The correct way is you need to go both on the same side. Mm. Hear me out, right? Everyone wants to do diagonal because they think you're distributing the weight, right? No, but when you carry it, all you're doing is giving yourself like a flimsier place. Like if you have them both on the same side and you carry it by that side, way easier. Right. Way easier. And because you're not going to, I mean, you don't have to think about like the other side is not going to have anything can, to weigh you, you down. You can at all. support both drinks yeah, yeah, as both opposed both. to having one of them kind of just, just hanging off the cliff. Yeah. yeah. And a little spot for your food bag. Like you oh, can put the bag. What a on good the idea. And when you, also, when you're in the car now, so when you put him on the seat next to you, 
You have that drink just kind of hanging out there. When they're both on the same side, you can lean them up against the seat mm. much more secure. And that's how you can put the seatbelt on them and, like, tuck them in and be like, you know, here you go. You're safe. Right. You know what? This this is sad, but so far it's been the closest thing that's qualified to. That was a subjectively single moment, baby. Do a DoorDash, apparently. Get a drink. So, Kristen, <laughs> you look confused, as you should be. Um <laughs> I pronounced last episode that this is the subjective single summer, the subjectively single summer. Right. And so now you can't participate, obviously, because you have you're in a relationship. Oh. But what we do here is whenever uh, somebody, you know, does something or talks about doing something that's just subjectively single, like, you know, staying up uh, late eating terrible food and sleeping all day or something like that. I'm that is subjectively single as we play the sound. So that is the subjectively single. Brent, have you done anything subjectively single lately? Got got something for the for the sound here? Yeah. I'm, oh, oh, go ahead, go ahead. I'm making a room for my cats. Oh. Delayed reaction. That's that's it. That's what we got. Yeah. Anything more single than that? Did you, did you go gambling? Did you? I, I don't know. Gamble and I'm in a relationship. You say you gamble? Yeah. What, what What's your game? Poker. Ooh. Hold them, I'm assuming. Yeah. Uh, like. You know, I'm a poker dealer, right? No. Oh, I'm a poker dealer. Was... Wait. At live? I, or whatever the hell they called it? A horseshoe? Horseshoe and Shelby Bill? No. I've dealt for the World Series of Poker in Vegas. What? <laughs> I was on 2021 in the fall. Well, okay. So. Clear the A block, gang. We have a whole new second part of the show. I forgot show. to put that on the. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? Sorry. You know what? I am pulling up. I forgot the to put that on the that list. You gave me. This, this like, is the list that I you like gave me. Holding that back, you sandbagging piece of shit, Kristen. Ouch. Here is what she gave me. That's a term of endearment. Here is what she gave me. He's I like piano. I like cats. I played music for 19 years. I love theater. I play League of Legends. I love anime and Supernatural. I have five cats. Now, granted, yeah. all wonderful, interesting things that I would love to talk to Kristen about, but none of it comes <laughs> close to I dealt in the World Series of Poker. Yep. Yeah. So can you guess what we're going to be coming back with uh, <laughs> after the break? But before we get to the break, last thing. Um, so... This Titanic sub story, you guys oh, have heard about no. this, right? Yes. Just from comics. Oh. Oh my god. Seen it on all I, the I don't go to open mics anymore, so like is this the thing now? Yeah. Everybody's um Yeah, they're none none of them are good. So the thing I find the most interesting about this story is how like okay a lot of people are with celebrating like Death. people dying, like, right? Yeah, yeah. Like did you pay attention during COVID at all? Well, no, but so, so people, it's not just, okay, it's not just not caring that somebody dies, right? But people seem to be like. They're happy. Yes, yeah. which is weird. Which is very me. morbid. Because people, ke- like, we also have to act, there are good billionaires out there. I don't understand this. Like, we, do, we don't want to judge somebody for not having money, right? I don't want to be judged because I'm poor. Right? But we also should be judging people because they have money. We should be judging on their actions. And people say, like, well, this is what happens when billionaires play around. There is legitimate legitimate scientific, like, reasons that they were going down there to study the Titanic. This wasn't just 
a I'm rich and a billionaire, I'm taking a vacation, like we can learn a lot from the corrosion and, and the deterioration of the time. Like they weren't just going down for uh, like a pleasure trip. Like they were, there was scientific stuff behind it. And even if there wasn't, even if it was just a so bunch of lives and, and exactly. as humans, we should be empathetic towards like other lives. Like I'm, I don't think any one of us would want to have, hopefully it was quick, but I mean, just the idea of being in a, Oh no! And, 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 uh, it absolutely sounds foot, like square foot thing. Like yeah, it's it sounds like, like a terrible death. How can you not be empathetic? It doesn't take long. Their like, fear, you know. Oh no no it, no no! It it takes long. I'm I'm sure it takes longer than you think when you're there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when because when, you have to remember if they had what was it 96 hours uh, that they could have survived before the air. So it's not like at 96 hours all of a sudden now you're dead. They probably had to go another 24 hours. With no, with absolutely zero heat, zero oxygen at that point, let alone, I'm sure it was freezing and stuff, because I'm sure their their power and stuff may have been malfunctioning. But it was already ready. It just seems miserable. But either way, again, I find it strange that people are celebrating someone they don't know that died. Also, yeah. the, I guess it was the okay. stepson or whatever, or the son who, what? Yeah, the stepson. He was at a Blink-182 concert. concert. yeah. Can we stop judging people for how they grieve as well? Yeah. Like, what if they had? What if he had tickets and he bought? You know what I mean? What if he bought those in well, advance? That was. I was just going more along the lines of like maybe this was therapy for him. Now, oh, like no. he's gonna lose out on a. <laughs> no, bro. I literally I lost my mom in August of 2021, and she passed on a Thursday. And that Friday, uh, I had booked a festival in Kentucky, Railbird Fest, and I was like. And I was like, well, I'm not going. And, jo- and my boyfriend's like, well, your mom would have wanted you to go. I'm like, no, she wouldn't have wanted me to go. <laughs> so I asked them, and I was like, is there any way I can get a refund? And they're like, no. Then they refunded me. And I'm like, oh, thank you. So you didn't go. I didn't go. But, but I was I was like, I was on the fence because I'm like, sh- would she have wanted me to go? These were pretty expensive. You know what no, I mean? And well, I'm like, would I have been a bad person if I had chose, chose no, to you go? No, you wouldn't have. No, you wouldn't have. I, I don't feel comfortable. Yeah. I, I don't, don't, I don't feel comfortable telling someone how to grieve their pain right mm-hmm. like i have a dark sense of humor so when i'm sad i make jokes. really inappropriate jokes. fucked up <laughs> fucked up fudged up jokes um uh, about the Both. situation and Both. i just i feel the same way like one when people are saying like if that was me i wouldn't be to concert i would be right there with my family because they're granted they were still technically missing but maybe what's he gonna do yeah, was, what is he gonna do? And like I, sit at the computer and have anxiety attacks? The like, the the chances of the like it became a point where even when they had like it's like they have this many hours left of survival stuff in the submarine, but even if we find them, we don't even know how. We, you know what I mean? Like yeah. maybe he had ex- maybe he was trying to move to acceptance a little bit. Fa- you know what I mean? Like I'm sure it been presented to him as like more than likely you need to start accepting this and however he chooses to do that is on him man and i just yeah. felt that kid got unfairly attacked and i also again i was very uncomfortable with how many people were very comfortable with celebrating someone dying and i don't care if they were a billionaire or not it's still a terrible death a sad situation and i feel like people were holding it against the people in that submarine because you saw like uh and this happens a lot where 
well, there was a, a, a submarine with 40, you know, Chilean miners. I know that makes no sense. Uh, that went down in the Pacific two weeks ago. No one on the news said anything about that. Let's accept that we as people are awful and we will yes. only pay attention to a story if it is sensationalist like the Titanic is involved. That's yeah. just, of course, we should pay more attention to those things. But guess what? We're awful. It's not the people in the tragedy's fault yes. that we're paying attention George to them and not another tragedy. So don't hold it against them. Yeah, yeah. it's not their fault. Yeah, every open mic joke is, oh, fuck the billionaires. Okay, man, they're still people. You know what? Maybe if we started, maybe if we stopped saying fuck the billionaires before we got to know them, maybe they do more to help us. You know what I mean? Like, I, I kind of get it. Kind of get Bezos. You know what I mean? Like, ah, fuck y'all. Y'all don't like me anyways. Batman's pretty cool. Batman. <laughs> um okay well i am now so fucking excited for the a bar so fudging. fudging excited only i didn't say fudge hello this is netflix's hbo's and internationally successful comedian daniel sloss's voice here to help promote brad scott's i don't know what it's called whatever his new fucking thing is i endorse it uh, because despite the fact that very little that he's done has gone well, I still believe in the cunt. Enjoy, enjoy the podcast, the show, the f whatever this fucking is. Enjoy it. The Subjective Comedy Podcast with Brad Scott. Brad Scott is a mediocre comedian, an annoying podcast host, and worst of all, my dad. Pray for me. Objective Comedy, Brad Sky here with Brent Lee Smith, aka producer Burke, and in with us all show, Kristen Flowers from the Kristen Flowers Band, and by the way, welcome to the A Block. We're gonna end up having some imaging and stuff lit. like in like six episodes. That is gonna be like a cool sound effect, and everybody will know it's time for the A block, right? Yeah. It's called setting up goalposts. We want our audience to have things to look forward to each episode. Definitely. And on the A block this week, initially we were going to talk about Kristen's time in music. And cats. And, and cats. And, and, and the cats. cats. By the way, also I noticed when we talked about the list of things you sent me. You didn't include what I think might be one of the most interesting things I've ever heard about anyone I've met. You didn't include that, but you had cats twice. twice. <laughs> well, you can see where my priorities lie. So very true. So again, we were gonna have like a nice conversation about, and we'll we'll get to cats. You know, Thank we're you. gonna probably have to scrap music. I am very impressed. Oh, she is an amazing Aww. musician. Yes. Uh, please, where can they find? Your stuff. Let's do a, a plug up front here, real quick. Uh, I have a YouTube channel 
called? Hold on. Phone, phone. Work. Kristen Flowers Band. Kristen Flowers Band. Wait, hold on. Close. Okay, ignore that. Um, I have a TikTok called Kristen Flowers Band. That's how you find it. That's, that's, do you have anything on iTunes? I do not. Okay. Just on YouTube. What about Spotify? Our good partners at Spotify. We love Spotify here at Subjective Comedy. Our, God, our, you know you can host your podcast with Spotify, Kristen, oh, and it's whoa. so simple and easy wow. to do with all the tools Spotify gives you. They let you be in charge of your content. You're a great salesperson. Absolutely. Yeah. But uh, awesome. yeah, So check out Kristen Flowers Band on YouTube, and her music is amazing. I actually discovered her at the Melody Inn. Shout out. Salute to the Melody Inn, Monday, mm-hmm. uh, second Monday of every month here in Indianapolis. Go to 38th and Illinois, see some of the best live entertainment in Indianapolis. And Chris, what, you did a Cranberry song, right? I did. I think I did yeah. Zombie. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. you did. Uh, great song choice, by the way. <laughs> and for someone who is so young to the Cranberries, that's, that's a deep pull. Okay, I appreciate that. The uh, I had never heard that song before I turned to, uh, 19, and then I met my boyfriend in an open mic, and we heard that song, and he's like, yeah, the song's been big for like 12 years, and I'm like, well, I live under a rock. Wait, so wait, when was this? I never heard. How oh, about five years ago? How old is your boyfriend? 34. Okay, way too old to make this mistake. 12 years ago? He thought Zombie was popular in I, 20... Well, no, 2007? No, no. Yeah. Like That's 94. like 95. Yeah. yeah. I was in uh, high school. Look that up. Sorry, that my up, bad. Bro. My bad. It was him. Okay, he said a number. I don't know what it was. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, Josh. Are you hearing this? It's... Yeah, Josh. You're, Not your you're fault. Your math is way off. My, my fault. My fault. That was a long the year. time ago. 94. 94. 94. Okay, sorry. I was a freshman So I think school. he was eight at the time. Wait, how old are you? 44. What? You don't look 44. Oh, my stuff's on the inside. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> all not, all How old not. are you? <laughs> I am 41. What? No way. No. Yeah. What the fuck? The, the hat and the beard do a lot of work. Oh, uh-oh. You look like you're in your oh, early 30s. <laughs> uh-oh, Kristen. You may not be able to participate, but you can contribute. Hi. Tell me I'm in, look like I'm in my 20s. Oh, I'll feel good today. Yes, you look Young like and dumb. Young and dumb. And thankfully, my kid is at a concert all night, so nobody's going to be there to bring me down and, and, and you know, pop, burst my bubble and remind me I'm old. Aw. <sighs> that is So nice. here and help me turn down. I'll do it for you. <laughs> so. Like, I'll remind you if you want. <laughs> um, again, we were going to, we were going to talk. Also, by the way, not surprised that someone like you, like you, you, you didn't know what Saturday Night Live was when we talked before uh, the show. Yeah. I, I was blown away by that. When you were, we, I sent you a sketch because you mentioned something about the word chonk. Oh, you, you, that's right, you called Brent's cat chonk. Chonky, yeah. And I sent you the chonk SNL sketch, <laughs> and it was like I had sent her, like the the you know whatever the scrolls from the Old Testament uh, that have been archived. She's like, what is this? I'm like, are they celebrities? Like, I was like. I've heard of it. I've just never like watched it. Dedicated. Saturday Night Alive. What is this? Clips, right? They did like one on Adele, like Hello or something. When yes, that, that they did. They That's did. That's the only one I remember. That's so insane. You don't understand this. So this is an institution of my life, and oh. like I grew up with this show and everything. But no, but it's just it's that's that's the contrast, right? That's the yeah. difference. Your generation, you grew up in the streaming age, so you know SNL from YouTube clips, right? Mm-hmm. And I bet you there's like a bunch more things that you weren't even aware of or from SNL, like gifts and stuff like that. 
Like that's that's the one thing that I'm disappointed about that I grew up in the generation of like all knowing content, right? Because like that's what I feel like my generation, our generation is, bro. Like we're the generation that established recording all content and keeping everything, so we kind of know pop culture wise pretty much the whole scope. But like Kristen, like you're discovering so much pop culture. How did you feel the first time you heard zombie? Oh my god! Oh. That's so oh, okay. I love I love that song so much. I played it. I used to work at Chipotle, and I would play it every morning when I opened up. <laughs> and we were we we put our phones in deep pans so we can amplify the sound. Oh yeah, yeah. Turn the volume all the way up. But we put it in, and so like, and then one one time the because I was opening up the line, and the girl opening up the grill was like, Kristen. Have you ever heard of the Bad Wolves version? And I was like, no. And she's like, you should listen to that. It's my favorite. Thank you. And I was like, all right. And so I listened to that for the next month on repeat, just opening every day at Chipotle. And my my managers were like, please stop playing that. <laughs> They're like, please stop playing The what zombie. version? Uh, the Bad Wolves version. The Bad Wolves yeah. version. I've not heard that. Um, But I mean, they're both uh, great versions. But yeah, I was just like, man, like, I'm, and I told Josh, I was like, I love this song so much. I'll just listen to it on repeat forever. And he's like, yeah, you missed that train. Is By it, about 20 years, apparently. Yeah, you weren't <laughs> even born when that train got here. Yes, Almost 30 apparently. years ago. <laughs> Wh- Ooh, right. Yeah, yeah, no, literally, like, yeah. next year will be the 30th anniversary. Yeah. Uh, oh is that your favorite song to perform live? No. What's your favorite? You performed hell out of that one. Like I've Thank heard you. it a lot at open mics, and Hallelujah, never... probably or Vienna. I thought it would be Cat Scratch Fever. <laughs> Very funny. Get it? Mm-hmm. Single, single line, whatever. <laughs> what? Wait, no. I mean, it's the summer thing. Are you gonna play the summer thing? Oh, oh no. wrong part of the summer thing. That's the problem with being too lazy to to make a soundboard this week. Ah! There it is. All right. So, okay. What am I doing now? Damn it. Everybody else is rubbing off on me because I'm bearing the lead. This interview should have nothing to do with zombie. I'm apologies. Salute to the cranberries. Cranberries rock. That's not what I want to talk about. God damn it. (laughs) Because I'm a degenerate gambler. I'm gambling again. I love betting. I love poker. I am an amazing Texas Hold'em player. And so, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wait. Chris, was that a, this is a very condescending laugh. I over didn't there. mean to be condescending. No, it's just I love how like how animated you he are. He just really it. likes to hug. I Texans. just haven't. What? This really likes to hug people from Texas. Oh yeah, Don't, you're, yeah, you're, yeah, exactly. No, I just I most people don't like talk about poker with the luster, and I, I appreciate. Oh, it. I absolutely love the game. First of all, because uh, I don't know. So you're a big poker player as well. I'm a terrible poker player. That's why I deal. But you enjoy it. I do. I enjoy it. Yeah. What's your strategy? Um, well, I'm a play. girl, and most people don't <laughs> think that girls know how to play poker, so, uh, so you I use, it to use that advantage. to my advantage. Yes. 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 Same thing I've told. So uh, I've, uh, whatever, I've been talking to, like, uh, a female comedian about, uh, like, you know, at a certain point, you may get some opportunities, and people will accuse you of getting those opportunities based on being a female or your looks. Fuck them. Who can- First of all, who cares why yeah. you get the opportunity, but take advantage anyway, of it yeah. same way. Well, you're what, using you that it, against it. you got it, 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 right? it yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah. We, we all know in this room how hard opportunities are in this business. So mm-hmm. however the fuck you get yeah, them, get them. Because you just, if it, you know, if the same person accusing somebody of getting an opportunity for looks is getting opportunity because of nepotism or some shit like that. So it doesn't matter. But uh, I, mean, I love opportunities. So I go with poker. I generally go like 75 percent math. 
you know, like oh, well, I'm I, terrible at the mal aspect. So I, yeah, I play a lot of like risk reward odds things, and then um, I'll use kind of the human element, especially if like I know I've been, I, if I know I'm playing a very you know, uh, aware players that are picking up on the table and I know I've been quiet for a while, then I know I can make make a good bluff. I love that aspect of it. But you may not be good at poker, but you did tell us that you were a dealer for the World Series Pokers and you have dealt the main event. So first off, how did you get into this? Um, A friend from Kokomo is actually also a series dealer and his best friend is a... World Series Poker circuit ma- uh, floor, just managers. But um, so there's a a pit boss. A pit boss. Uh, <laughs> not yeah, I- essentially. But um, there's actually a lot of dealers from Kokomo who've gone out to the series. They actually went the year that I went, or and just in the area. But he uh he dealt at the series about six years before I did, and then I saw him around at like bars, and I was like, hey, I know this is weird. I know you don't know me. Um. I really want to get into something else. <laughs> and uh, What were you doing you at the time? To deal? I was working at Chipotle. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, would you teach me how to deal? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, really? He's like, yeah. And so we set up a date. Um, I went to the Knights of Columbus in, on Keystone. Um, mm-hmm. I've um, actually played poker there before. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've done, uh, that's where I've done before. And so they said the series, like, you need six, uh, six months uh, in a licensed facility, which that's a charity license. And then, um, and then you take an audition or you have to graduate from a dealer school mm-hmm. um so I, I did not do that but uh rabbit is his name he taught me every week for months rabbit yeah oh my god do you know who that is uh, no oh, okay. but just the absolute perfect name of a mentor for oh, yeah. some sort of like gambling you know what I mean? like i don't know rabbit like yeah. just, if this was a movie that is john yes. Turturro right yes. there you know what i mean well and like uh, we're all, everyone's always like why is your name rabbit because his name is justin and like at the series we all have name tags and it's justin on there not rabbit and everyone's like uh why is your name rabbit he's like b rabbit or something from like eminem and eight like mile an, and then, oh yeah that's it yeah 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 yeah, yeah that's it it's like an, it's like it's a it's a eight mile <laughs> reference or a b rat yeah so that's, that's what that's what uh, so how long did it take you to learn? So it took about three months, three to four months to learn. Um, it was pretty shaky at first. Uh, pretty nerve wracking, right? Yeah. Because especially like, I mean, you're dealing with money, hundreds of thousands people's of dollars. money. Yeah. Um, so that was pretty nerve wracking. But like once I got into it, like after I, I started dealing small, like home games. Actually, I didn't do that. That's illegal. I don't do illegal things. No, of course so, not. No. Uh, <laughs> anyway, then I went to Las Vegas to audition in 2021. Um, Holy cow, what was that audition process like? Uh, we had to do a mace games. It was uh, Texas Hold'em. How many people were there to audition? My table were six people, I think, and then two players. The, there were uh, two managers there, which was actually like the number three at the World Series, and then his like number four or whatever. I don't know. There was like some pretty big... Big dudes running the auditions because they didn't have other people to run them. But, like, how many dealers showed up to auditions? Uh, six in my heat. Just total? Uh, total was 600 dealers. Oh, wow. That they and how many do they that. choose? Um, I don't know how many auditioned. Probably 800. Oh, wow. Yeah, because they didn't take everyone who auditioned. But they were basically taking anyone with a heartbeat that year. So. Oh, no <laughs> shit. And what year was this? 21. 21. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, what was it like? I mean, what was it like dealing the main event, the biggest Terrible. tournament in poker? Terrible. Terrible. <laughs> Never was. <laughs> ever, no those, one knew what long, they were doing. They're long sessions too, right? Oh yeah. Like so, so the way it worked out was uh, you had to be vaccinated to play, and so for the first two weeks, nobody 
was playing because they're all waiting in lines to register their vaccination cards Mm -hmm. um, to be able to play. So for the first two weeks, there were no tables um, being opened. So a lot of dealers went home. So they went from six to 400 dealers, give or take, you know. Um, And then the middle four weeks was crazy because now we're down 200 dealers and we have these huge tournaments. Um, 13,000 entries was in the Colossus the year I was dealt. So like we were like suffering because like all these dealers went home and so the by the time the main event came out came around um i was off that one of the days and my manager's like like on facebook like anybody who can come in please come in and i'm like i feel i've i have uh i teach piano lessons here um in indy and i was teaching virtually when i was out in las vegas and i was like i have lessons to teach and they were like can you skip them and i'm like I guess. I mean, the most essentials sure. of workers, if you think about it. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, I'll try, I'll try. So I did, and I got in there, and it was ghost town, like all the back of house, essentially. Like mm-hmm. there was nobody there. Yeah, Vegas was like that was like a eerie. No, time no, period. it was it was just because all of the help was on the floor dealing, like uh, okay. all the floor, all the floor people, which were the managers, all the dealing coordinators, which are above the floor people, were dealing. Um, any uh, of their dual rates, which are floor versus floors and like dual uh, and dealers, they were dealing like everybody who could like pick up a deck of cards was dealing because we were so low dealers. So I went in and the only person who wasn't dealing was the lady assigning tables. And I'm like, hi, can I get a table? And she's like, yeah, go over here. But she told me the wrong table number. <laughs> and that just set off like the next nine hours of crap for me. <laughs> so what was the toughest part of dealing with that? Uh, you had your you nine hours no shift? breaks. No bathroom breaks? <laughs> no bathroom Unless break. you really wanted one. Jesus. Yeah. There were floors walking around like, anybody need a bathroom break? Raise your hand. And they're like, okay, and they're like, okay go. What, Be back quick as soon as you can. What was the craziest hand? Do you remember? Was there like any? Do you have like a, oh, straight flush, beat a. No, I remember the player. So there's this really arrogant player. And I hate arrogant people. Ugh! Um, But he was like. Me he, too. He, he so he was against somebody and he was the leader of the turn of, of the table that we were at essentially and he the person on the right um you know go to the river you get the fifth card out and he's like he wins and he goes whoa i'm the best whoa and he gets up out of his chair in, in this huge tournament and nobody's doing this you just hear chips stacking everywhere he goes whoa i'm the best he's like look i did that he's like yep that was that was me and this poor player just lost his ten thousand dollar buy-in and he leaves and i'm like that's yeah. not very appropriate, but whatever, whatever. So he sits back down, and then he gets all in with another guy in a hand almost, almost like right after that. And he does it again. He's like, woo! It's like, I can't believe that I won that. He's like, yeah, you guys suck. And I'm like, hold it. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you, dude? And all the other players were at least like, hey, that's not very nice. As this guy's pack, other guy is packing his stuff and walking away. You yeah. know, it's like, that's kind of unsportsmanlike. That's kind of like not very nice. Let me ask this. So that's what I, yeah. I'm going to ask you a question. If you know the answer, don't say the answer. Just tell me whether you know the answer or not. Do you know the name of the player? No. I'm willing to bet it's Phil Hellmuth. It was not Phil Hellmuth. It was not Phil Hellmuth? Okay, no, but that's that's exactly who I thought of. I'm glad you know who that is. No, definitely not. If you don't know, Phil Hellmuth, though, by the way, is exactly what she described. That's exactly the type of player Phil Hellmuth is as far as berating people and everything else. Yeah, it was... Yeah. Did you get to meet any cool poker players? I met one pro, apparently. I don't know what his name was because he wouldn't tell anybody. He would like all the other people recognized who he was, but he wouldn't. Was tell it me. Poker Jesus? Was it? I don't know. Chris Rogers. He was. Did he, he look like Jesus? He was. 
40-ish, darker skin, like, probably from, like, Well, hold on, I don't know if we could really trust your judgment, because you thought I was 20, so <laughs> this might be a 75-year-old man you're describing as in his 40s. Could be. Could have been Doyle Brunson, you know? Um, ah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, not, not anymore. Not anymore. Not no, this anymore. was in 21. This was in 2012. Okay, fair enough, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, it was, it was a really good experience. It was... How long Everyone were you there, was. just for the World Series? Seven and a half weeks. Oh, wow. Yeah. And when, did they put you up and everything? No. <laughs> definitely not. So where were you, were you staying, like, at? Staying at a town southeast by 15 minutes of Las Vegas called Henderson, which is, like, the second safest city in the United States, which I was like, yeah. My family was like, whoo. No, it's smart, <laughs> right? I mean, yeah. It makes sense, right? Because all the crimes there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, of course, there's not going to be any crime left over for Henderson. Exactly. Yeah, so I lived in so Henderson. I lived in Henderson for a month at Yeah, they don't, do, they don't do crime where they live. They drive to the, they drive, to do the crime. Yeah, they drive to Sorry, Las Vegas. So they just toss all their crime in the city. Um, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here's some felonies. Here's some felonies, yeah. Have fun. Woo. Um, but yeah, no, so that's where I stayed. And I had to pay every cent. So that was fun. And, and like, have you thought? Of, have you ever wanted to do poker dealing again? Is there, I still do. You still do? Mm-hmm. I'll deal private games. No, you don't. No, I don't. I don't deal. I don't deal anymore. Fudge. Sorry. <sighs> okay. So, all right. I deal games I, for my cats. I have five cats. I, God damn it, Kristen! You, <laughs> I was about to say you gave me what I wanted. Here. I'm only being fair enough, but you couldn't wait. You <laughs> turned poker into cats. So yes, that's a Kristen, talent. I can turn anything. Yes, Kristen. Let's close this cats. out. By talking about, <laughs> you've given me what I wanted for subjective yes. comedy. We got what we wanted. You scratched our back. Now we will scratch yours. Please, scratch my cats I'm back. giving you the floor. Tell us, what do you love most about cats? Oh my God. I love how fluffy they are. This is Felix. I know you Aww. guys can't see him. This is great for an audio meeting. It looks like, Gar- like, a, it looks like if looks Garfield like, was in shape. Yes. Yeah, yeah. he looks like, well... Garfield is not in shape anymore. <laughs> oh, Felix is not in shape anymore. No, no, I've got an orange tabby, and then I've got a gray cat named Valentine, and then I have a tortoise. Do you body cat shame Felix milk. the way that you do Prince cats? Uh, I body shame Milk, which is the tortoise shell cat, way harder than I. Body Wait, how many cats do you have? I have five, and my dad has two of them, so I live with three. <laughs> but yeah, no, Milk is like sixteen pounds, and she's like a very mm. small frame. Yeah. But the Felix is like a very large frame, and he's also like sixteen pounds. Is Milk's middle like, name Cookies? No, we spell it M E L K. Hold on, I- I'm so sorry. That you know, what, Kristen, you didn't ask for this, but <laughs> <laughs> that's for him. That terrible, terrible Cookies middle name joke it's that he just decided to. He decided she was she was in a nice she was in her happy place, Brent, talking oh, about cats, and you had place. you had to shut it down Who to get like your cookies? cookies joke. Who doesn't like cookies? Cats. Now uh, my cats love cookies. We have milk. We have v? Felix and V. And v. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Valentine is only six and a half pounds. She's very Ooh. small, so. We need to take some of Milk's fat and give her to feed. <laughs> what? Uh, did you name all the cats? Asse- yeah, essentially. Where? Where did any of the names have special meaning? Like, where did Felix come from? He looks like a Felix to me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we adopted V on Valentine's Day, so that's where that came from. Okay. Milk. Uh, it looks like she dipped her tail in milk. Her the end of her tail, and then Sophie was our parents. I think our parents named her that, and then Leonardo DiCaprio is the fifth. <laughs> 
And that was mine. Wait! That was totally mine. Wait! Felix, Milk, Sophie? Yeah. What was the other one? V. V, there for Valentine. Mm -hmm. And then Leonardo. Leonardo. You put so much effort into Leonardo. Obviously the favorites. No, they're all my favorites. So Leonardo DiCaprio. That's a great day, by the way. That is a really good day. So tell us more about, tell us everything. Stunned why I didn't want to go with cats during the uh, the interview <laughs> portion. Why I thought maybe I'll you know poker dealing might cats. be better. Okay, we'll go back to dealing if you want. No, no, no. no. We'll, we'll actually. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna join the cats. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> so let's actually close with this. Um, you've been playing music for 19 years. How many instruments do you play? Very poorly, the guitar and the violin and the ukulele. You play the guitar really well. Uh, um, yes. Very poorly. <laughs> so, uh, what are you hoping to accomplish with music? Like, what's the the I would game love spence? to like. I would love to make a living off of it. I think it'd be. I think it'd be great to be famous, but I know that's like you know one in a billion chance almost. Um, but I really would just like to inspire, especially young kids and stuff because I teach a lot of kids but I'd like to inspire people with music it's done a lot for me and I would really like to um you know see that have a positive impact in other and as far lives. as like making a living like so I, I, I would like to like gig for a living yeah yeah and I think because like I think that becomes kind of every artist's I mean that's my dream right now I yeah. want to get back to where all I do is comedy for money and Wait, you do comedy <laughs> it's it's hard to tell lately. Uh, I've definitely recognized more as a diamond Uber driver and top dasher um, than than comedian. But at some point, we'll get back to it. Right. Um, yeah. So that that's a it's, it's the Kristen Flowers band. So uh, it's two piece. It is a two piece. We was a four piece three weeks ago, but. Half of us left. So. You know what that means, Kristen? You yes. doubled the money. You yes, doubled we did. Your money on the gigs. We did. You are. You were right. I actually was giving all the money to the other three people too. So it's like, screw you oh, guys. Wait, what? I, because like I felt like uh, that was the responsible thing to do. They were all driving. They were all giving their extra time for something that I I wanted. And at some know? point in time, you're going to be the one that the record company uh, takes away from them. Hopefully, and you are 100 percent going to no doubt them. Um, <laughs> Who are your music? You know, that's how we're gonna close. Uh, who are you your music? No doubt song too, didn't you? Huh? And then you play a no doubt song at the mill. I don't think so. I thought you did. No, she played zombie. She played three songs. I played three songs. I played grenade by Bruno Mars, zombie, huh? and then something else. I can't remember. Huh. Whatever it was, it was good. <laughs> you should. Uh. Uh. So. Check her out on TikTok. She's amazing. Yeah, the TikTok. So we'll we'll uh before we get out of here with this, what. Were uh what what are your music uh influences? Uh, I love George Gershwin um for like Ooh. early jazz uh early jazz uh nineteen hundreds nineteen hundreds uh pianist very um have you guys heard oh gosh uh summertime in the living CC yeah yes yeah so that was originally a George Gershwin m- I musical motif and what a lot of people have done over the past. Hundred years is they've taken that and they've they've turned like uh oh what's that Sublime Sublime yes. did a cover mm-hmm. Lana Del Rey had done a cover of Sublime's version um uh Bob Rob, what's his name Bob or Doc Watson did something in the summer oh time, the one the, the guy that that figured out time travel yeah so Marty we gotta get back to the future so he uh so the, he's like had a huge influence over like modern music but his, yeah, everything's a remix yeah who's but, influenced you though him. 
Him? Um, yeah. And then there's uh, one Japanese dude <laughs> in uh, Japan. His name is Marasi, M-A-R-A-S-Y-8. Um, and he does a lot of anime uh, video game covers. And he's like... A savant, like I've, I don't respect anyone more. Not Gwen so. Stefani at all. No, she gave you the blueprint though. Yeah, that's bananas. <laughs> that is bananas. But <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So those, those two, and then I love Ariana Grande. So Woo. yeah. Oh, uh, you know what? That w- she is so un- under uh, underappreciated and underrated as a talent. As a t- yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Everyone's like she's like really pretty or whatever, but she's like she has a powerhouse. She can yeah. sing. She's funny. Yeah, she's really, really funny. When she she's is, when she hosted she's... SNL and she's been on there. Oh, she has. Yes. <gasps> oh my god, I have to watch it now. Omg! Oh my god, Chris, your mind is gonna be so. Everyone in history what has hosted god, yes! this show or been a part of it. Oh. You okay? Do you have uh, Peacock? Yeah. You have Peacock. <gasps> yeah. You have all access to all the seasons. What? Chris, blow your mind. It is going oh, to. Oh my god! I can't wait for you to discover so many things on SNL. You know what? The We're not next... going to see her for like three years now. Yeah, the next no, but the next time we have you on, I want you to promise we'll we'll schedule out a time for you to come back. Sweet. I want you to like come back with an SNL update of what you've watched, what you've consumed, what you've learned. Is that cool? Yes, all the SNL. Yes. Well, Kristen, thank you so much for yes, joining yes. us. Kristen Flowers, check out Kristen Flowers Band on TikTok. Uh, coming soon, her music will be uh, available everywhere. And Kristen, if you didn't think the show was funny, what? What did you say? Comedy is subjective. <laughs> <laughs> I see the one. <laughs> I wait until the...